have fun, compete, don't be competitive, and just uh-huh. don't be a dick. Podcast with all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast, episode number 359. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? Great. And I am encouraging everyone to make sure that they are stylish and wearing their masks when they go out. Boo. Yes, this is my this is my latest uh, latest piece of, of fashion for personal protective equipment. Mm-hmm. Don't leave home without it. So it has an alliance symbol on it for those that are listening that can't see what you just showed on camera. Oh, that's right. I, I have a mask. <laughs> it is black and it has emblazoned across the side of it a wonderful bright red horde symbol. Of course, mm. I would never be caught dead in an alliance mask. Boo. Unless it was given to me. Someone oh, wants to give if me it was one, given to you. I see what you're doing. Okay. But I bought this one myself. And actually, it was funny because I didn't notice when I ordered it, it, it was coming from the Ukraine. So it took yeah. like six weeks to get here. So this is a much anticipated. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. So, but you you did buy a um, an Alliance one, right? Of course not. <laughs> I don't think she was offering them anyway. I think it was all her stuff was hoard. So, I see. Hello, yes. Jen. Hello, Lindian. Hello, Webley. Hello, Loose Change. Kara, Thumper. Yes. Kara, other Kara. Yeah, yeah we have uh, <laughs> we have a, a full house in the uh, in the chat room today. So hi guys. <clears throat> My other fashion thing is I got new glasses, which ah. mostly. Mostly, I'm really glad about that because my old glasses were an old prescription and I was getting headaches. So, um, very, very happy about that. All right. We have a lot to cover today. Wow, look at that. Oh, we do have a lot to cover. All right. Uh, yes. So, I'm just going to zip through what Let's I did this zip week. Through. Okay. Uh, my Fury Warrior is now 55. Mm-hmm. So, I'm really enjoying her. I've really been waffling on my Naked and Afraid character, though, because I was I had started out, I was playing a Vulpira Rogue Mm-hmm. assassination and once again i can't get into this build yeah. so i decided instead that i was going to roll a pandaren survival hunter and i'm really enjoying this much more so you're the one person playing pandaren no no there's another person playing pandaren oh, another one okay yeah there is there is one other person <laughs> some of us some of us have are doing non-allied characters and in fact one of the things that since the rules of naked and afraid are mm-hmm. that you discount whatever time that you spent getting from 1 to 20 so that you're basically starting off in a level playing field with those who are playing allied races. I changed a rule, and if you are doing the 1 to 20 with a non-allied character, you are allowed to use heirlooms up until the second that you ding 20. Then Mm -hmm. all those heirlooms have got to come off, can't use the motorcycle anymore. But how you get from 1 to 20 is your own business. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Do it right. up. All right, that's good. Um, so, um, and I realized that um, I'm missing a bunch of fire festival stuff because the oh. midsummer fire festival is going on. I realized I'm missing the Hearthstone. We got talking. I got talking with uh, Loose yes. Change about Hearthstones because we were. I was telling that we were talking about how toys, cosmetic toys like the the Hearthstone toys. Um, are fine in Naked and Afraid because it, all it does is it just changes the animation. It doesn't change the functionality. Mm-hmm. And um, then I realized, do I have the fire? Does the fire festival have one? Do I have it? And the answer is no, no, I don't. So now I've got to go out and off you go. 
off I go. And then I realize I haven't gotten the visit the flame quest from anything beyond Burning Crusade. So, uh, or whatever I needed to get through what a long, strange trip has been, I haven't touched the Fire Festival since. Oh, so I got to yeah. get back and do all that. Mm-hmm. So, and oh, one other thing I have PTSD <laughs> because I have been trying to level up my warlock in classic. Oh, God bless you. Oh, God, that is a slug and a half. Yes, it, it is painful. Painful, yes, it is. painful. Your cat so, doesn't even like it. No, Clive does not approve. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I really don't know how I'm going to get this character to 60 at this point. You'll get it. Eventually. Eventually. I just tell myself, I got I to gotta do, like, you know, at least half an hour a day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, yes. Poking at the Fires gives the character XP so you can level an alt and grind out burning blossoms at the same time. Yes, I've already thought of yeah, that. You get decent XP from that, too, don't you? Yes, you do. And you get an XP bonus for dancing around the ribbon pole. Remember that, Naked and Afraid contestants. Mm-hmm. This was so, a perfect time to do Naked and Afraid. Oh, yes, because of the. we're going to be talking a little bit about the, the time-walking event that mm-hmm. just started this week. So, yes. so what did you do? So Allie and I did Maldraxxus on Friday night, and mm-hmm. I loved it. I love Maldraxxus. Maldraxxus was a lot of fun. It's been, it's my favorite zone so far. I liked Venthyr, mm-hmm. but more for the atmosphere and not so much for the story. Is you know it didn't grab me as much. Yeah. But oh my god, Maldraxxus, I love it. Hmm. Um, somebody just opened your closet. <laughs> oh, that's Clive. <laughs> Anyway, no, we'll see no. how messy my closet is. Um, Maldraxxus, I mean, the, the, the story was good. I, the, the story kept me interested, uh, which was one thing about Bastion, which it kind of sort of didn't. Um, but uh, the Maldraxxus yeah. story, yeah, the Maldraxxus story I thought was better. Uh, reported a few bugs, you know, a few here always. and there. Yeah, always. I mean, that's the point. Um, but had a lot of fun. So... Uh, I highly suggest. Well, I mean, you have to do it anyway. But you know, when you get there, just anticipate it. I think it's great. Right. Have you Have you done anything at Ardenweald yet? No. Well, let me know what you think of that when the time comes. All right. All right. I have to say, so far, if I have to rank the zones as far as interest goes, how much I've liked them. Maldraxxus is first. Venthyr is second. And then there's a distant third in Ardenweald. Bastion so far is the least interesting to me. It's the prettiest, but definitely not that interesting. It, it's pretty. It's nice. It's just the, the story <laughs> just it. doesn't grab me, you know? <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, let me see. What else did I do this week? Um, still working. On, all right. So I talked about transferring one character to... Um, you know, to where I want to put her. And I just, I stopped doing that. I, I still did a little research on that. It's going to take some time. Oh, and I found out uh, today that uh, my, my biggest issue was that if you rename a character on the server, you're transferring a character to it. it used to be that you couldn't use the new, ca- the, the transferred character as your old name for 90 days. Now it says right on the website that you can use the name on your account. But other people can't use the character for the character name for ninety days, so they must mm. have changed that since the last time I did that. That was my biggest concern. 
Um, I did the stress test for AQ today, the opening of the gates. And let me tell you, it hasn't really changed much. It was still no. really, really laggy. Yeah. <laughs> like very laggy. Yeah, that's um, what I heard. I didn't get a chance to do it because I, I had something else I needed to do. But uh, yeah, I, I heard the same thing. Uh, yeah. So it was almost impossible to do anything. because mm-hmm. and, and, and on top of that, they put you on a PVP server. So you're trying to mm. survive and that's not happening. So I quit after like 30 minutes. I just like, mm, I, I can't do this. I'm not, not getting anywhere with this. Um, I was really hoping that it would be a better experience than the slideshow we had back in 2005. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> that's it's essentially it. what it was. It was a slideshow. I remember that day I went to Silithus and I, I don't know if it was the probably the server, a uh, combination of the server, the graphics card that I was using at the time, um, but it was horrible. Mm. And um, yeah, and and on top of that, of course, there are more hordes than alliance. So, <laughs> giving them a thumbs up that no. the people you know on the who are just listening can't can't see. But I'm going to change the slide on our on our video back to Stormwind. <laughs> Give the horde some equal time. <laughs> I even put some pretty ones up. I put a, a lovely. One up of Eversong Woods. Eversong Woods is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, no, it's just been a busy, busy week mm, um, yep. around here. No, doing a lot of stuff, trying to get trying to get rid of this stupid gopher. Not a gopher. A um, what is it? Um, oh God, I can't even think. Not a hedgehog. Not a gopher. What's the bigger Woodchuck? one? No, I don't know. Not a skunk, but the same size. Possum? No. <laughs> Not a raccoon. Reckon. No. Large it's, rodent of some sort. I don't know something, but man, it's um, groundhog. That's it. Groundhog. That's a woodchuck. Oh, is it? Is it the same yeah. thing? It's the same thing. The little bastard is hanging out under. I don't know. Our backyard. Don't like it. Anyway, uh, we have a lot to talk about today, so let's just yeah. start with the news. Well, uh, this week in WoW, of course, uh, that is the is the Burning Crusade time walking event. We'll talk about that in just a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, the Midsummer Fire Festival, which I think is going on through July 5th. Yes, my uh, favorite. Yes. Um, Naked and Afraid, we have 21 participants. Mm-hmm. I'm not including myself because I'm, I'm going along with it, but I'd only just put my Survival Hunter back on. We've had two finishers already. Wow, that's amazing. Two people have already hit 120, and we have five that are over level 60. Um, Ketchup Man, the troll enhancement shaman, he's either one day 10 hours and 9 minutes or one day 7 hours and 32 minutes. I couldn't tell if he deducted his 1 to 20 time yet. So it's one of those two. And uh, Kara, a Volpera arms warrior with... One day, 19 hours, and 15 minutes. That's pretty fast, I got to say. That's extremely fast. Yeah. Um, and as I said, and there's the new rule announcements that 1 to 20 can cause can, can use heirlooms. So um, time walking. We mm-hmm. are at the start of a five-week time walking event mm-hmm. where not only are they going to – they're doing them in order. I think it's, it's like uh, Burning Crusade – is going on now. Then mm-hmm. next week is Wrath of the Lich King. The week after that's 
Cataclysm, then Pandaria, and then Draenor, and then BOA. Mm-hmm. That's more than five. Um, but <laughs> what's um, what's nice about this is these include a 50% experience bonus for the expansion zone. So right now there's a 50% experience bonus for going through the Burning Crusade. Great time to be doing yes. Naked and Afraid. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, I have to level my 110 mage. So I got to do mm-hmm. that too. So yeah, this is really good. Yes. So except she can't do it in Burning Crusade. She has to do it in BFA. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But, but that will come later. Yeah, it will come later. Hmm. So yeah. Um, okay. What? So yeah, Kara, uh, Kara just said that Ketchup's man's uh, was without the deduction. So okay. he's at one day, seven, hours, seven hours, and 32 wow. minutes. Yeah. I'm, I'm also trying to 100% Final Fantasy X still. So mm. imagine that for those of you that, that know what I'm talking about. That takes a long time. Yeah, Louis Legdrop just said he didn't know his zone XP too, and he's been in Northrend. Yep, get your butt over to Burning Crusade. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in Alpha News, there's some interesting profession changes okay, that are coming up. I, yeah, I didn't see this because I, I was looking for some profession stuff when I was playing on Friday. I didn't see anything. No, this this is a piece of news that just came out yesterday. Okay. Um, all players, regardless of profession, are going to be able to craft their own legendary armor in the Rune Cave Carver's Chamber, a, quote, place of exceptional power locked away in Torghast. That's nice. Uh, what you do is you you create a legendary. It's armor and weapons, mm-hmm. and and possibly jewel rigs. They did mention jewel crafters, although jewel crafters can also make weapons. Um, they're creating a legend piece of legendary armor requires a base item that can be infused with legendary powers. These base items are, are going to be created by blacksmiths, jewel crafters, leather workers, and tailors. Mm-hmm. It's basically a blank that you use to take in to this rune carver's chamber to imbue it and i don't know whether it tailors to your class or what it does it better it better not be like random stats because every time they do something special with random stats everybody complains and rightfully so well uh, i'm thinking that you know with, with these you're going to be able to use the optional reagent system mm-hmm. in which case you can pick your stats yeah that would be nice that would be um, very nice because people do not want to go through the trouble of making legendary armor, and then you know they've got like something silly that they don't need. Yeah, like they've got you know they got got haste on a and on a resto shaman, which is like the least important yeah. stat for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, loose change asked if that was rings. Right now, they're not saying that it's going to be jewelry. Mm-hmm. They're just saying weapons and and armor. But, you know, we're still in alpha. Who knows? Um, The base items are not soulbound, which means you can either trade them with your alts or you can sell them. Sell them for Uh, thousands of gold. Oh, millions and (laughs) millions. Um, So that's that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially, as I said, if they make it so... You know, you 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 go in with with your spec, and you can make it to to tailor to your spec. That yeah. would be really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. I think that. What is did I hear right that they're going to only allow one legendary at a time in this expansion? <sighs> They've gone back and forth on this. I've heard okay. one. I've heard two. 
I, could I don't s- know. I could see one armor piece and your legendary weapon, and that's it. Yeah. I could see that. Or, or to, you know, they've gone back and forth on optional reagents, too. They First, they said they were only going to allow two. Mm-hmm. Now there's net, but then they were showing screenshots with four. So, and then I saw one that had five. Now, what they are mm-hmm. saying is that you can only do up to two stats. Like, you can do int and versatility or mastery and haste. And what they're also saying is you can't use two of the same type. Mm-hmm. So you can't use two versatility optional reagents okay. to imbue your... Um, yeah, it's just... it's uh, Zandera just asked if I... Peach Perrier. I'm nothing Nothing strong. I, I, now, given <laughs> what we're talking about later, I should have gotten a shot of vodka. Oh, yeah. I should have lined up a row of shots of vodka. Because, mm-hmm. oh, God, this is going to be fun. Um... Not all professions are the same, and they will be setting different skill bar maximums in Shadowlands. So what they're saying actually is gathering professions are make it harder to level, to bring them up to because right now they're they're super easy to level in comparison to other profession manufacturing professions, and they're going to try to bring that up so that they're the professions will all kind of level up at the same. Yeah. I'm still rate. waiting to see exactly what they're going to do with professions in this expansion, because I hope, hope finally that they listen to everybody and make them useful. Mm-hmm. Well, on so. that note, star ranks for recipes are quote, greatly reduced in prominence mm. for Shadowlands. Thank you. I hate the star system. The star system is terrible. I, mm-hmm. it's, it, it doesn't make anything fun. Um, I have to say that it was, it was enough to get the recipes that you need. Then you have to get better versions of them. I, I don't know. I, I just find that there's, there is a point in which I play any game where mm-hmm. I say, okay, you know, this is just, it's not worth it, especially with the stuff that you were making. And that's really what it was. The stuff that you make in the last few expansions is mostly useless as it is and now you can right. make better versions of useless stuff like i don't think so yeah i mean when like when benthic armor came out it blew everything out of the water that any of my uh profession guys could make right so you know it's like why why am i bothering to level this anyway mm, I, d- I don't say, even get it that's why my uh my tailoring is still where it is my enchanting is is like halfway through still or maybe right. a little more than halfway through um, so anyway, we're going to get the scrapper. Um, the scrapper is staying in BOA. In wait, B- it's, it's, oh, it's staying in BOA. Oh, okay. Yeah, the they're was, not going to be doing that anymore. You know, the, I I really didn't like the scrapper. I understood its point. Um, being an, uh, an enchanter, I always found the whole thing to be useless because it was like an extra thing. It's like, oh, well, what do I want to do with this? Do I want to disenchant it or do I want to throw it in the scrapper? Do, no, no. Yeah, it was it was very it was very tough for enchanters. Yeah. Um it was it was just just didn't work. Um so they're considering which I consider going back to yes. some degree of profession interconnectivity. Certain crafts from professions are used for other professions. Yes, thank you. Thank you. that's not a bad thing. So long as you don't get into like day one EverQuest two type of uh interconnectivity where you were desperately uh you desperately needed everything from every other uh, crafting system, which was terrible. Uh, and they right. finally fixed it. 
Um, but the requirements are awful. But yeah, if if they bring it to the point where, you know, you can do your own thing and everybody can help each other out, I think that would be a good social tool too. Yeah. Well, you know, this, as he said, this is kind of going back to classic when mm-hmm. they had, um, you know, like blacksmiths. You had to get if you were doing enchanting, you had to get. Um, your your copper your copper rods all of your rods from from a blacksmith yeah you ha- if you were doing engineering you had to get um the there's like the goblin rocket fuel had to be made by a you know, there was all kinds of interconnectivity yeah. and I may make some of these things that you make in professions more saleable more in demand yeah um Cartridge Brothers in chat says alchemy is great for the two hand two oh two eight two handed flasks two H <laughs> flask, and I took enchanting as a gathering profession because I run so many dungeons. That's a very good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Drexel, by the way. Oh yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. It's chat. enchanting is very good for um, enchanting is very good if you're running a lot of dungeons. Yeah. It's very helpful for that because you get so much. Um, be, uh, uh, you get so much bop equipment that uh, there's nothing you can do about Jin it. Jin says, I still have my super sexy rod. Read that however you want. We'll read it in the worst <laughs> way possible is how we'll read it. Yes, mm. that's from the Morally Gray podcast. Yes. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm really hoping the professions do well in this expansion, and I hope that Blizzard learns from this. Right. Although I was very excited about this, I'm so excited about this that I'm going to have to have my Panda Mage be the first one through Shadowlands because she's my engineer. Mm-hmm. On experiencing the wondrous Shadowlands, engineers will have a techno magical breakthrough. Many engineering devices are more powerful than their Azerothian counterparts, but so much power is difficult to control and could result in get catastrophic backfire. However, engineers will be able to reduce the likelihood of a backfire as they gain more skill. I'm nice. like, backfires is this great blow thing. Yeah, as, as, as Kara just put it, blow up. Woo! <laughs> you want to blow yourself up? Go ahead. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> it, you know, the thing is, is that's one of the things that I kind of miss about. I mean, that happened all the time in yeah. in vanilla and classic. Every, you know, like the, those goblin was it the goblin boots? Yeah. The the ones that would blow up all the time. Yes, my cat's tail is making an appearance in in uh, in chat. But um, yeah, it's I, I miss that. I mean, it, it's kind of what made engineering fun. I was an engineer. Uh, I don't remember which expansion. Um, I did it for a while. It was interesting, um, but I just never really got into it. Oh, yeah. I I don't enjoy it as much as I used to, but I'm hoping that this will bring the fun back. Okay. All right. All right. Um, we have some other stuff to talk about. Yeah, and this is more general game news and this has been kind of blowing up in well actually it kind of all started last weekend yeah when there were a bunch of most many like female twitch um streamers and such who started complaining loudly about uh the toxic misogynistic environment that exists for female streamers yeah. in uh at in twitch and in other places and 
this all kind of snowballed and was it yesterday or was it today? I guess it was yesterday. Um, Method fired one of their main raid team members, whose name is Josh. Um, he, he was one of the healers who is under investigation for having inappropriate relationships with underaged girls. Uh, yeah, you're making really, yeah, making that face they, like making uh, bad cringy faces. Uh, I don't, I don't get it. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, hi, Brown Man. I, um, as I said, no, nothing exciting, and I really am regretting not setting up a flight of, of vodka shots for this next segment. Um, there's okay. So Method made a statement, which I'm going to ha- I'm going to read because mm. it is uh, a little cringeworthy in my opinion. Josh was released. We okay. It starts out. We are sorry. Josh was released earlier today from Method because of gross misconduct. At the time of the Kotaku article last year, okay, this is important. This this this, this article about Josh and suspected problems with underage girls was last year. We received an email from an unknown third-party Jane Doe, which left the management collectively preparing a statement as follows. All of us at Method take the welfare of minors seriously, including their safety on the internet. If you feel you have evidence of anybody inside or outside of Method has been behaving in a predatory or illegal manner, we strongly encourage you to contact the police and make a report so that the thorough and proper investigation can occur. Recently substantiated accusations on social media have cast a light on Josh's behavior that have disturbed us all, resulting in our immediate action to remove him from the organization. In retrospect, we deeply regret that we did not act sooner. It has been circulating on social media that Method, and specifically the Guild, were internally aware of the extent of Josh's behavior. This is categorically untrue and sickening to read. We will be overhauling our internal policies to make sure nothing like this happens again. There are several problems. Don't don't do things like that. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. It's it's like you, you just you read stories about about things like this and you just go I don't get it. I I I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, Jin just wrote this. Just in Method's response was found lacking. You know, there's I, a go ahead. <laughs> on the bright side, Method has an opening for a priest. Yes. Well, here's the thing. First of all, there was this article from Kotaku that mm-hmm. came out about a year ago. I read it, where they were talking about how he was being investigated for relationships with uh, – it was a 16-year-old girl. And one of the issues was that she's in the U.K. The, the age of consent in the uh. U.K. is 16, but he was getting nude pictures from her. He was he – was, pressuring her to send her like, send nude pictures th- and the rule for child porn is still under 18 for those of you that can't see because you're not watching the videos i had my head in my hands just like why <sighs> yeah well and the other thing was and i i did link this in our discord there was a uh from a from a sh- uh, website called live live stream fails there's a thing oh, of him yeah. where his his he was they were streaming something and Josh starts talking and it's obvious he's having he thinks he's having a conversation with just one person, but he is actually 
streaming this live. He's he's doesn't realize that he's talking, and he's talking about the investigation. This was a year. This was eleven months ago, and as soon as he says the word investigation. Everyone on the team's going, Josh, 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 your Mike, mic's open, your Josh, mic is stop. Open. Yeah. yeah, stop. You can't tell me they didn't know. Mm. You can't tell me they didn't know. Well, yeah, maybe they did. I, I, I don't know. It's, maybe they did. I, I just, I, <laughs> I, uh, whenever I hear, <laughs> no, I, it's, seriously, it's like, you know, whenever I hear stories like this, I just go, like, why like what i i don't understand i'm gonna say this here's here's my tiny little one inch soapbox don't be a dick <laughs> it's right. like it, it just comes down to this it's like respect everybody respect women it's the same thing i said on yeah, women um, women do count as in everybody no i know <laughs> I mean, but like specifically it's like you, you know i i read a story today i'm not gonna go into the details but I read a story today about how um, this girl wrote a story about how this guy just basically did whatever it was. It was in a group, a group of people were going in a cab or a van or something like that. And they were in the back and he's doing what he wants. And I, I'm just reading this from the girl. And I'm, I'm like, who has the audacity to do something like that? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, I think there's there's a number of things. Um, first of all, uh, you know, we were talking about this on Discord today, and, and as Luce put it, some people don't handle notoriety well, and they uh, think that they can get away with things that they really can't. Um, I need to bring up our Discord thing. The other thing is, is this is you know, this is not just method. No, this is no. a toxic subculture in gaming that has existed for as long as I've ever been aware of it. Well, okay. So I was going to, I've told the story before I was going to stream like a year or two ago, I was going to start streaming games. And then I just look at the landscape of gaming. And I'm just like, I, I don't really want to get into this. I mean, I do a podcast about gaming because I think that the wow community is awesome. Um, Although the last couple of days, you've been hearing stories also, but for the most part, you know, like you know, there, there's several people in in chat that I've I've met, um, like at BlizzCon or something like that, and we all take care of and respect each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never actually seen any of this stuff happen. Um, if if you ever do see something like this, you know, be a friend and report it. Right. Um, but it's just, it's very difficult for me to, to, to think in that mentality where, like, somebody did this sexual inappropriate thing to somebody. I just go, how do you do, how do, you do that? I don't understand it. Don't get it. Well, you know, and the thing is, is this is, this is tacitly encouraged mm-hmm. among a lot of these, a lot of these streamers. Not all of them. There, no, there no, are, no, not all not, of them. Not, no, but um, one of the things that I was kind of shocked at was uh, Twitch has come out with some things saying, you know, that they realize that they've been, you know, complicit in some of creating some of this toxic culture. Yes. And they're going to start perma banning a lot of these really bad they're, actors. 
there. Okay, so they I've, did. By the way, they did ban Josh from Twitch over a year ago over oh, similar that. things like that. One of the things that I don't like about Twitch is that they allow certain music to be played, and when I, and and those who know what I mean know what I mean. And there are certain words I don't like, and it makes me really cringe whenever I hear it. And I just and I heard one streamer say, "Well, this is the stuff I grew up with." I'm like, "And <laughs> this doesn't make it right." Yeah, uh, I mean, we grew up with a lot of things that you know are, are would be pretty shocking today. We've grown up. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but I would think. I don't know. I just think that hopefully I'm like, I'm stuttering a bit because I got like so many things in my head that I want to say. Hopefully this means that people will learn from their mistakes and be better. And like, don't, don't sexually assault people. It's bad. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you know, we're like, we'll be doing the show 15 years next week. It was like, why do I have to say those words? You know, yeah, it's, I know. It's like, it's, you know, exactly. It's like you know, why does anybody have to say those words? And that's the problem, right? Well, one of the things that Twitch said that just about floored me, and I, I posted this on our on our our Discord. This was a, a quote: "TwitchCon, the annual convention run by Twitch, needs to really buckle down on in person harassment." There needs to be more security. This was someone at Twitch who said this. Yeah. There needs to be more security, people in plain clothes, policing parties, and making sure people are safe. The amount of roofie stories that came out last year blows my mind. Okay. So roofies? I, I heard about that at TwitchCon. I heard a couple stories that at BlizzCon, but you know, anybody that knows me knows that I really don't do the BlizzCon parties. So I like I do the Hilton lobby and I walk around and hung out with a bunch of awesome people this past year. But the thing is, is that we all sort of sat at our own table. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't see any anything happen. Um, I, but if you do, you got to say something. You, I well, re- I will say this. If I ever get to go to a BlizzCon, if we ever get to the point where we can get past COVID and yeah. have that, anybody I know there... I'm just saying my room is a safe space. You got to come. You got to escape somewhere. Just come to me. I'll yeah. I'll keep you safe. Jin says, cause... no offense, but BlizzCon needs that, too. See, I, I heard those stories. But like I said, I just I'm the way that I treat BlizzCon is like I go for the main events during the day. And then at night, I just hang out with like, you know, a small group of people. And that's it. And, yeah, I'd probably have to go to the Wowhead party because you know work. But um, yeah. but speaking of Wowhead, Wowhead and Fanbyte, which is their their parent corporation, um, has officially cut ties with Method. They did that very early this morning. Their contract was up. They were in negotiations to renew, so there wasn't anything about having to break an existing contract. Although most contracts do have a "Don't embarrass us" clause in them. John Warren, the head of head of media at Fanbyte, asked Method to remove all Fanbyte branding, which they did. I, I checked this morning, and mm-hmm. they said, "quote We have ended negotiations until Method is unrecognizable from a human resources standpoint from where it is today." Wow. Yeah, and um, Kara said that uh, co- that uh, Kara said that that Corsair has also 
ended their relationship with. They were a sponsor of Method. Um, I've been keeping track on Twitter. There are at least a dozen uh, raid team members and streamers who work with Method that have all cut their ties today. Even though some of them said, you know, look, this is this is scary to me because this is how I make most of my money. This, I mean, there are people quitting their jobs over this. That's and sad. Yeah, and following allegations of misconduct, the co-CEO, Sasha Steffens, has been placed on unpaid administrative leave. Method's entire Path of Exile team quit and are removing all... Wow references to method on their twitch and twitter streams so at least some people are doing the right thing i just hope that this brings upon a new era of people men and women that look out for each other more better um Mm -hmm. just you know if if you're gonna do something if you think well i'm gonna you know do the don't do it (laughs) well method method forgot the no asshole rule and the no asshole rule is one asshole in your in your group can ruin everything for everyone. As I said, you can't tell me they didn't know. This guy was banned from Twitch over a year ago for yeah. similar allegations. Kotaku had this. They can't claim, oh, we didn't even know this happened. Now, I can understand if people on different teams, you know, I don't know how compartmentalized they are. But their administration and method had to know. And they chose to ignore it. Until they couldn't. The, um, yeah. I don't know. I, um, I guess it's because I, like, when when I go to meet people, like, generally what I do is, like, I, you know, I shake hands or something like that. It's like, I, I it's like, even that, you know, for me sometimes is like, oh, you know, is that okay? Because some people, I, I see some people don't even like shaking hands like on Twitter. Like, if you see me at a con, don't touch me. It's like, oh, well, okay. You know, I mean, I just figured, I personally think that even like a handshake is not that bad of a Who cares? Well, I could see you know, hugs being an issue, but handshake? Different you know? people have different thresholds. Yeah, I don't, I never, true. I don't initiate any sort of physical contact. I kind of try to take my cues off other people. I don't mind it. I, you know, I'll, I'll do nothing. I'll shake hands. I'll give a hug. I, I'm, I, I have lots of bandwidth. But, um, well, yeah, where I was going with that was it's like, you know, for, for, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I can't even imagine what it's like to, 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 to pull that kind of stuff with somebody. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about a story and I really don't want to say it, even though it was posted on Twitter. Um, but I just go like the, the audacity of the, of the person that was mentioned in the story. I just go, mm. um, there, there's got to be some root cause of this whole thing, and I am not a psychiatrist, so I couldn't even tell you where to begin with any of this. But I do know that you know, gaming toxicity has been gone, been going on a long time, mm-hmm. um, as far back as arcades. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah. So this is it not goes a back new to pa- issue. It goes back to pen and paper games, for heaven's sake. Not for us. We had. Everybody in our D and D group treated everybody well. Oh um, no, I I belonged. I was one of the first. I think I've talked about this. I was one of the first female members of the of my city's mm-hmm. uh, gaming group, and uh, we had a really hard, tough time being taken seriously. And mm-hmm. ba- basically, you know, when when we started winning tournaments, it started to be a problem. 
So, you know, this goes way, way, way back. Yeah. As Luz says, it goes back to cavemen strolling along. No, it does. I'm just talking about gaming in general because gaming gaming seems to be. Um, I I understand from from like a a competitive point of view. Yeah. Why people get excited about it? I get that. Um, growing up in the eighties, uh-huh. there were very few girl gamers in high school, college, very few. Um, so that's sort of where that myth came from. But you know, it's not nineteen eighty five anymore, and right. you know things are different, and you have to open your eyes and open your mind to a lot. Uh, if if you grew up thinking one thing, you got to throw it out the window, and and it, it's very simple. Treat everybody with respect. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, is that you get you know just about. There's a reason I've never. There's a reason I don't stream. Yeah. You know, and it's because you know you read some of the comments on like you know take someone like Hazelnutty, who does absolutely fantastic streaming she does. and absolutely fantastic. Uh, things and then there's these these you know, these Neanderthal. Well, I don't even want to. I'm not even going to insult Neanderthals. Neanderthals are great. Um, there are these throwbacks that are telling, saying, "Show us your tits." Mm. And it's just you know, it is a it is a pervasive subculture. And until you know the these um, big gaming groups. Until these, you know, these people who are supporting the gaming system, I have been incredibly impressed with how Wowhead treats things. The other thing that that I will note is, you know, Wowhead just released a bunch of pins, and one of them is a, a pride pin to support the Trevor Project. You, should, you know, all of the crap that gets put on their comments about this, it is astonishing. I don't, but you see, this is just it, and I'll say, like, I must have said it a dozen times already. It's like I don't get it. It's like I don't understand why people have to spew hate. I can understand if you like if you don't understand something or something is not you know foreign to you, something is foreign to you, or you know you're not comfortable with it. You know, I, I I can understand that because you know not everybody lives in a bubble, but at the same time, not everybody you know has the same experiences as everybody else all over the world. I get that. But where does the hate in comments come from? Where does the where does the hate on Twitter and and just these vile comments I don't I don't understand. Well, it and all it, goes back to that that uh that cartoon from the was it the 2002 our, our Unreal tournament that a uh, normal person plus anonymity plus audience equals total oh, FWAD. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But but still, it's like I. Um, but why do people do it? That's the one thing I just never really understood. Every time I feel like I'm close to understanding it, I just go, "No, I just I no, there's I don't get it," because um, and I know I've said I don't get it a lot, but but that's because like if you look at my Twitter feed, it's just like like I'll complain about our current political situation. But for the most part, I keep my, my Twitter feed very happy and clean and positive and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that. That's um, why we, you know, we try to build our community uh, around our podcast around that as well of acceptance and, 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 uh, well, you have to try to keep positive. Um, I don't want to live in that kind of an environment, so I'm not going to encourage it. Well, maybe some people do, but you know, I don't think anybody does. And I, I, I don't know. Maybe 
the closest I ever came to understanding why people do that is because like nasty comments or something is because maybe for some reason they felt that they need to get an edge up on someone else. It's like they feel they feel that they are inferior. So the only way to feel better about themselves is to be I'm going to I'm going to swear here. Cover, cover your kids ears is to be a shitbag to people. And maybe that's, mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is. I well, punching downward. Yeah. They, they, oh, that's they, an interesting term. I never heard that before. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like when someone has a bad, you can see when someone has a bad day and they take it out on the, the, the person who's checking them out at the grocery store and give them a, a, a shit time. As long as we're getting, as long as we're swearing, um, it's, it's punching downward. It's, it's, it's determining that someone is in a weaker position than you and just abusing them to make yourself feel better. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that that's about the closest I've ever come to really understanding why people are like that is because they want to feel, they, they feel that the only way to feel better about themselves is to put other people down. Mm-hmm. That's about the best that I can do. Yeah. And I think in many, in most cases, that's true. I think there's a lot of other reasons why that may be true. If there's fear, there's, you know, bad upbringing and such, but ultimately you have to be responsible for your own actions. Well, at the same time, I have have to remember you and I grew up at the same time, the exact same time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there were bullies in our time too, but they didn't, they didn't do this sort of thing, but you know, they, well, they didn't have, they didn't really have the the worldwide platform to do it in. No, but they did it. They had their own way of, of, doing it at the you know in the 70s and 80s so yeah Yeah. um well we're never gonna we're never gonna solve the the problem of hatred in this world but we can at least try not to encourage it in our little corner of it well here's what i would do we're not going to be able to stop it just the two of us or our little community but the best that we can do is to go out there and tell people be nice to each other, respect each other, don't be a dick, as Will Wheaton would say. Mm-hmm. And um if you if you feel that you're gonna do something, take a second guess and reevaluate your life right then and there and go, mm, do I do I really want to do this? Uh <laughs> you know if if the answer is not a hundred percent yes. Uh, and what I mean by that is like doing something nice. Um, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's... and I'm just glad that if people are going to do this, that someone's going to call them out and there are going to be real life consequences. Method is imploding right now. And they should be for harboring this kind of thing. Yeah. Um Anyway, you've got a hard stop soon, and yeah, there do. is one other little little piece of news um, that Twitch has sold CurseForge yeah. to an organization called Overwolf. Never heard of them. Um, so pretty soon, all of your mods are going to be moving to Overwolf, and there's going to be a standalone app for dealing with that. Now, what's interesting about it is they're going on an ad model. And yeah. have said that they're going to be, pay- you know, on the on the bright side, their mod writers are going to get paid more because they want to make modding a viable career. On the other hand, the rest of us are going to have to put up with ads unless they yeah. come up with some solution for us to be able to opt out of them. 
Kara says, or Zendara says, like, how can you reduce harm in any given, given situation? She says, I like the term harm reduction as a goal for yeah. growth. <sighs> um, yeah. Yeah, Mike's going to get that sweet, sweet add-on money. I think that it's based on, you know, what the, um, I, I think they're saying it's going to be based on the, the number of downloads that are. That oh, a, yeah, a the five getting. people that downloaded my add-on. Yeah. I'll get a so, half a penny from that. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be like the Spotify of uh, of uh, mod companies. You know what? To be honest with you, I think that the the best way to do a, a mods is just GitHub, and there's got to be a way to do it through GitHub. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think there needs to be a like a curious. Um, only because I just think the long-term model business model for add-ons is just not going to work for people, especially somebody right. like me that uses an ad blocker. It's like, so there is that. Well, um, they'll probably have one of those things of they'll either whitelist, either whitelist the site or they won't uh, run it. Yeah. So, or they're, they're going to, they said they're going to do a standalone app and it may not be possible to block yeah. the ads on that. So, um, all I could say is that if anybody thinks that we're being preachy, I I don't know. It's I I don't know what to tell you. It's like all we're saying is just be nice to people. Be excellent to each other. And yeah. party on. <laughs> party on, dude. As the as the great wise men said. And they're coming back, by the way. That in, movie, in a, in a movie better kick some serious ass. I'm it better. Right it better it's got a lot to live up to. This I mean the first movie was great, the second movie was meh. But this third movie better be great yeah anyway Brent has everybody get hold of you I am on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata I am on our discord at discord at world I am at email Renata at world and I can be found on wowhead at Renata Kane all one word Starmac on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. I want to thank everybody for watching and listening. We'll talk to you later. And don't be a dick. Yeah. Bye.